Shalom. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, and good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, if it's afternoon where you are, and good evening to those of you on the other side of the planet listening to us. Welcome. We are so happy to have you join us on Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I am Michael. This is episode 19, and we have a really fun subject today. It is, what were you thinking? Telepathy and thought management. I wanted to mention that we are also on Facebook Live, so if you're listening in present time, you can uh, pull us up on Facebook and watch us as well as listen to us on this radio station. Whoops. So, the purpose for our show is for awakening souls, developing intuition, and fulfilling purpose. A very important part of awakening as souls is becoming aware of our psychic or intuitive ability, or abilities, mostly abilities for most people. After all, psychic means, quote, of the soul, unquote. So, our psychic abilities are the abilities intrinsic to us as souls. If you're interested in our show, it's because you have been awakening more and more as souls, which means that you are aware that you are far more than just your body and your intellect. Yet, there's a big jump between using your intellect and trusting your intuition and psychic abilities in your daily life. I'm sure you all know that. Your intellect is to help you survive in worldly situations, especially in ordinary situations. Whereas, you need your intuition and psychic abilities to grow as souls. So the further you progress on your spiritual path, the more psychic you become aware that you are. Then in turn, you would need to learn to use your increasing awareness and abilities correctly so that they don't backfire on you. And we do see that. People having these amazing psychic abilities and they end up backfiring <laughs> on them. And, and they go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that can happen, but usually it's they don't understand what's going on. Exactly. And we might even end up talking a little bit about that today. Yes. For example, on today's show, we'll explore your psychic ability of telepathy in relationship to all the thoughts that you have running around in your head throughout the day. Have you ever noticed that some thoughts seem to be more intense and more insistent than other thoughts? Some thoughts you might be able to merely shrug off and never think about it again, whereas other thoughts keep you up at night or distract you from focusing on something you need to do. We all go through that on a daily basis. But what's that all about? And what does it have to do with the psychic ability called telepathy? Well, first of all, what's telepathy? It's simply thought transference. It's communication through transmission between people. Actually, animals have telepathic communication as well, and some humans become quite good at communicating telepathically with certain animals, that they are even called animal communicators. 
I know Merlin and Mystic, our Tonkinese twin kitties, are very good telepaths. They are both quite strong on sending their thoughts to me telepathically, especially when they want something like food or treats or to be carried around the house or sit on my lap. But they also communicate quite well to me when they're not happy with me or they're not feeling well or telling on each other, which they do quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, telepathy, like all other forms of communication, goes both ways, sending and receiving or expressing yourself and listening to the other. Mystic, our girl kitty, is quite good at hearing me when I tell her telepathically what she's not supposed to do. She might not like it at first, but she, she'll she come around and follow my instructions, especially if it will be beneficial to her in a larger way. Merlin, our boy kitty, on the other hand, sends me his thoughts very loudly, but he doesn't listen. I know he knows what I'm telling him, but he chooses to ignore it. Well, of course, he's a man cat. (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) We never listen. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Well, he is a man cat, actually. I'm sure all of you listening to our show today have had many experiences of telepathy, even if you didn't call it that at the time. For example, all of a sudden, you have to call your mother And when you call, she says, oh, I was hoping you'd call. Or you're at the grocery store and buying a head of lettuce. Uh, Oh, and buying a head of lettuce, which wasn't on the shopping list, but suddenly you get the thought that you need to pick one up. When you get home, your husband says, oh, great, I wanted you to get me a head of lettuce, but I forgot to ask you before you left. And uh, (laughs) this guy does that all the time for me. Uh, we actually do that pretty well. <laughs> Buy me a head of lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it comes in so strongly, I'll see three heads of lettuce and get way too many. <laughs> there are times you might most easily validate that telepathy is going on because you can sort of confirm it with the other person. But if it's going on at those times, what says it's not happening all the other times, even with people you don't know. Yes, and that's one of the things we want to talk about today, too, is telepathy is going on all the time. And most of us don't recognize it unless it's super loud or whatever, and and you get validation that, uh, like Raphael said, your husband or your wife or somebody at home says, oh, good, you know, I wanted to have you get that, uh, but I forgot to tell you. Well, telepathically, you got the communication. And those are times you get immediate feedback and you go, oh, wow, gee. And some people will even say, that must have been telepathy. But most of the rest of the time, what happens? Well, it's kind of funny uh, when Raphael's talking about the kitties and their telepathy is really loud a lot of times. But years ago, we got a call from a TV producer, major network, and said, oh, we heard, you know, you're, you're both psychic, you're, you're a couple, psychic couple, and we want to have you on our show. And uh, we wanted to be on telepathy. And uh, we heard that you telepathically communicate with your pets. And uh, we said, yes, uh, we have a, at the time, we had an Akita dog and magic 
Mystic's previous incarnation. A tuxedo, black and white cat. Yeah, and she was super telepathic, but so was Eiko. And the the funniest thing, I'm listening to the producer uh, give me, you know, what they want in the show with us. And she goes, well, for example, we like maybe we'll have... Uh, she's talking to Raphael. We'll have your husband locked up <laughs> in in the studio room uh, somewhere else where we can't see him, and you'll be on the stage, Raphael, and your dog will be on the stage with you, and then we're gonna have your husband uh, communicate uh, a command like sit or come or <laughs> whatever to your dog telepathically from a place in the uh, locked up in a different room and see if your dog will respond. And I was by that point rolling on the floor because laughing, laughing. <laughs> I'm saying you don't understand. She's an Akita dog and she's got super strong willpower she could i could jump up and down and scream something at her and she's gonna just look at me and go you must be kidding (laughs) more than that she actually would do i'm doing this on facebook so facebook people can see me she would actually turn her head away and look up into the sky yeah like (laughs) you know you must be kidding she was eight months old at the time so she wasn't completely trained at the time you want me to do what (laughs) so it doesn't matter if it's a verbal communication or telepathic the person whoever it is even a dog is going to have their free choice of they can listen to you or not. And so most people, most of the time, don't realize they're picking up telepathy all the time from all kinds of people, both people who are strangers, right? Like you're just passing them on the street. uh, Or a lot of times you're driving and you'll hear the telepathic thought from the person who's say angry at you get over move over you're driving too slow i have another example of that that kind of a charming example actually that happened yesterday and i think it was while michael was working on preparing for this show um, i was driving my car down the street and it's finally early summer here in mount chasta which came kind of late and everything is just growing like crazy so as i'm driving down the street i'm noticing a lot of the trees are hanging over our street. So I I got this very funny thought in my mind. Wow, you know, if I had this giant machine I could just flatten all those down on either side so that so that they're not hanging over the street and and uh, you know, making a nuisance of themselves or whatever. So I was imagining myself cutting all the 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 excess branches hanging over our street all the way down the street. And then I get down to the stop sign at the base of our street, and I turn right. I go about 100 feet, and there is a whole crew doing exactly what I had imagined. Um, they were cutting down the trees that were hanging over the street. And yeah, and they had those giant, big, giant machines, yeah, machines doing it. So I was just picking up on all their work thoughts, yeah. actually. And I walked by them uh, earlier that day, and um, uh, they were having a little meeting. They Every so often, they all get together, about six or seven of the guys, and they have a meeting about, okay, next step, and what are we gonna, how are we going to approach this section? So Raphael was telepathically picking up that, as well as clairvoyantly seeing the whole scene. 
So that happens, and Raphael happens to recognize it. But, you know, I was telepathic from early childhood. I was aware way before I knew what that word meant. Uh, I, I didn't even know that word. But I knew I was picking up other people, what, what they were thinking. And so I feel uncomfortable when I'm around people secret they think secretly thinking oh what a you know stupid kid <laughs> or whatever like that and and then i'd be very feel great around people who had lovely thoughts beautiful thoughts uh, not just about me but about anything about life they're happy and happy thoughts and i had difficulties uh in school in in a classroom when you're taking a test and especially when, when you know, you get a little bit older in junior high, high school, and you start having tests that, you know, you're going to either make it or not make it to whatever. And, and uh, people are anxious and they're worried and all those thoughts. Oh, I don't know the answer to this question. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Uh, oh, gee, I wish I should have studied more. All that's going on in this little room with 30, 40 kids in it. Yeah, that's hard. And I work with uh, especially a lot of teenagers in high school or in college, young adults in college, who are very psychic. And some, one of the most common questions for me was, you know, I study, I, I know the material, but when I go into the test room, I don't, I, I, I lose it. And what can I do? And almost, no. Pretty much 99%, 100% of them, I see right away, oh, they're so telepathic, as well as also their clairsentience. They feel a lot of stuff. But telepathy, it's the thoughts in your head. And how do you, oh, how do you determine that the thoughts you're thinking in your head, that's going around and around in your head, are yours or do they belong to somebody else? And so, so then, most people I realized was they don't realize that any of the thoughts in their head belong to other people. It's not their, they're not their thoughts. And most people just assume, well, since I'm the one thinking it, since I'm the one, you know, uh, being affected by this thought in my head, and I'm the one thinking it, it's my thought, of course, because I don't hear other people's thoughts, and that's the assumption. And that's where we start to have a lot of problems, because in my experience, most of the thoughts that run around in our heads are not ours. Now, what's the easy way to determine what's a thought that's mine and a thought that's not mine? Very simple. My thoughts, I can do whatever I want with it. I can turn it off, turn it on, you know, flip it around, do whatever. Other people's thoughts that I'm picking up, I can't control it like that because they're not my thoughts. I'm not the one thinking them. So they're just broadcasting. It's just like if I'm listening to music on the, on the radio and I don't like that particular song, I can't make it into a different song. No, it's being broadcast by that station. And until they stop the song or change it to another song, 
I don't have control over that. And that's the same with our with other people's thoughts that we're picking up. We're like that radio receiver picking up the audio uh, frequency, audio broadcast from other people. And they think whatever they think. I can't make them think something else. And, and I can't make them stop thinking those thoughts. So those of you who have had that difficulty of, of, you know, I just can't get this thought out of my head. I just can't get this thought out of my head. I just can't get this thought out of my head. And you try to do something, you try to, I don't want to have this thought. It still goes on. That's not yours. I just had one of those going on all morning because uh, a friend of mine uh, was concerned about something and he was going over and over and over in his head about uh, what he's concerned about. And I just happened to know that uh, because, oh, I knew it wasn't my thought. I'm washing dishes and it's not my thought, but it just goes around and around and around. And so we're going to get into later on in this show what to do with that, all right? But I will leave you right now with that thought because uh, we're going into a commercial break pretty soon. All right. And I'd, I'd like to chat with you for a minute before we do go on break. Um, I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show, this is a call-in show this time if you want us to look at your telepathy. Um, the number to call in if you want to possibly be a guest questioner on our show, it is 888 888- Three four six nine one four one eight 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 three four six nine one four one. And before we go, I'd like to mention our next teleclass, which is open to everyone. So, uh, no, no special requirement to join this class. It's happening on Saturday, June 9th from ten a.m. to twelve noon Pacific time. This one is titled, "Is it intuition or your ego's wishful thinking?" Join us by going to our website at michaeltamora.com events section or call our office at 530-926-2650. When we, we return in a couple of minutes, we'll continue exploring what were you thinking, telepathy and thought management. We'll see you in a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you're lost in the dating world and need GPS, if you're stuck in dating hell and can't get out, if you're in need of a dating intervention, then Done Being Single with host Trevor and Robbie Sharp is your lifeline to love. From hookups to happily ever after, learn how to navigate single life and find the one. Tune in to Done Being Single Saturdays, 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. 
Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417. Or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. Today we're exploring the thoughts you're thinking. Which ones are actually yours and what to do with everyone else's thoughts invading your thinking? Yes, and how does that happen? It's very similar on one hand, uh, not exactly, but, you know, a mechanical kind of a understanding would be like Wi-Fi cellular data transmission, right? It's, it's going on all the time. Right now, in our studio here, um, we have Wi-Fi going on and cellular data, and one device is picking up information from satellites or what do you call or um, cell towers, and the other one's picking up from the cable and, and um, you know the computer and and you have to tune into the right thing, the right frequency or the right channel or whatever to get specific information. That's just all over the place right now. And we're, we specifically tune into a particular uh, station. We specifically tune into uh, a particular page online. Then we can pick up that broadcast, uh, however way it's being broadcast. And the same happens on telepathy. We each have our own frequency and the way we're thinking. It's a creative process as souls we use thinking to create. But if we get caught up in intellectualism, that's just going over old material and for survival purposes. So the intellectual is important for surviving, but the telepathic and the intuitive is important for creating and moving on to, to grow spiritually. So of all the thoughts going on, for example, I'm sure you've stood in line at the grocery store, right? Checkout, and they have what's called the impulse rack. <laughs> it's it's a little rack with with the chewing gum and and candies and chocolates and mints and little chapstick and whatever people might need, and it's not on your shopping list because 
until you get there, you don't want it. <laughs> and once in a while, you remember, oh, yeah, that's what I wanted, and then you pick it up. But most of the time, you just go there, you're waiting your turn to get checked out, but you're staring at and reading all these labels and all these little advertisements, and all of a sudden, you go, yeah, I'll take three of these. And, oh, gee, there's a piece of nice piece of Swiss chocolate. Oh, yeah, I want some. And, I love Swiss chocolate. <laughs> and, and you pick it up when you had no intention to do that before. A lot of that is telepathy also. Because how many hundreds of people walk in front of that counter, and while they're waiting their turn, even if they don't buy anything, they're looking at it, reading it, and thinking about it, and often people project their thoughts on the products. Outward 360 degrees around their head. Yeah, and they're going, ooh, God, I wish I wasn't on this diet. I could have had that piece of chocolate. Or I wish, you know, uh, I wasn't going to the dentist. I could have had that candy or whatever. <laughs> and so they're, they're putting their desires thought-wise onto these products. And so a sensitive telepathic person comes along and they just... They happen to glance at that particular candy or that chapstick or whatever, and they go, oh, I want it, and they get it. And sometimes when they get home, they go, God, I have a, a dozen of these at home already. Why did I get this? They then realize they were being the effect of other people's thoughts they picked up, not even from people, but from that's still lingering around products. I've even actually seen little babies in carts be the extreme effect of that in ending up screaming because they're hearing somebody else go, I want that candy, I want that candy. But they're controlling themselves, but they're broadcasting it out. And the little kid, you know, everybody thinks of themselves as I. So the little kid thinks, I want that candy. Exactly. And and so they're trying to get it from their mother. And that's that's a really good point, Raphael, because we all think in terms of I this and I that. So when you pick up somebody else's thought, like Raphael mentioned, I want that. And it comes in your head and it sounds just like that. I want that. It has it has the I that refers to you assume me. And it has the want that you refer, you, you match it, and energetically, you feel like you want it, especially you if you like that stuff and all that. But it wasn't your thought, and you can't solve what's not your thought. Your own thought, you can. But, and like I mentioned earlier, your own thought, you can do whatever you want with it. But other people's thoughts, you can't do anything about it other than let it go. Well, recognizing it first is yes. someone else's thought and letting it go. And towards the end of the show, I think we will actually give you some tools for this. Um, we have some people waiting on hold. So let's. Yeah, let's, let's call on somebody. Um, how about Thea in New York? Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. loud and clear. Hi, Thea. Hi. It's great hearing your voice. I met you in uh, Syracuse, New York several years ago. Oh, oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I had um, a question. Um, um, I feel very connected with nature and animals and trees and Gaia, and, and sometimes yes. I, I feel I can hear them and talk to them, and other times, especially when I try, it's just like yes. a block, and I was wondering if you could help me with that. Absolutely. You got it right on, uh, and this is for everybody. Um, effort. 
you know, trying to do it, anything, trying to do anything spirit-wise, psychically, uh, doesn't work. The, the harder you try, the harder you fall <laughs> when it comes to anything psychic. And telepathy is no different. And when you said at first you love to communicate with nature and animals and everything, and sometimes you think that you're actually you know, hearing them, well, you are. But how you hear animals and nature, even trees, I communicate with plants and trees. I know Raphael does too. They don't have English or French or Japanese or any kind of language like that. It's they speak in their own language, so we don't hear them the same way, but we can translate them in our own mind. So so we get the closest, like when we're talking about our kitties, and they don't come and say, hi, I'm hungry. No, they they emote hunger. They they give you an image, but it's, it's also a kind of a thought of, you know, like when we have a thought, oh, I'm kind of hungry, but it's not an intellectual, you know, concept as much as just this sense of hunger. And, and then you get this uh, sense of an, an image of, of certain treats or something like that. And that's how animals and nature communicate uh, Trees are quite quite a bit different, let's say, than than cats, of course, and their uh, communications much simpler, but not any less intense. Uh, there's been trees that's practically screaming out for communication and or water or something, and there's trees that are just at peace and just going, mm-hmm, you know, it's a beautiful day and glad to see you kind of a thing. And they respond. Everyone responds. Like, we respond to everyone, regardless of if somebody's saying something to us or not. And they respond, we respond to what they're emoting, their feelings, as well as their thoughts. And that's why I'm sure you've been around people, they're not saying anything, but it's so noisy. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) You go... Let me get away from this person. It's just, I need earplugs. But earplugs don't work because it's telepathy. And they're just going, or they're just hysterical and worried about stuff or they're whatever. And and they bring you down because if you if you don't realize, oh, that's who this person is right now. And, and you match that energy and you just go, I'm tired. Uh, it's too noisy. I can't handle this. And you think it's you, but it's not. This is something I see you, Thea. Uh, you've been through this most of your life from the time you were a little child. And you're so sensitive telepathically, clairsentiently, and even clairvoyantly. You pick up so much on what everyone else is saying or thinking and feeling. And especially when they're not open with you. They're not upfront with you. They're saying something opposite to what they're going through within. And you, you're you so psychic, you respond to them to where they really are uh, instead of what they want you to think where they are. And then you get into trouble. And you've, you've been in trouble a lot. 
<laughs> throughout your life in relationships with people because because especially those who are closer and they're trying to hold it together and you come along you're such a healer that you you immediately go to where they're suffering where they're unhappy where they're not doing well and then you start to respond to what what's causing that and where they're really at that they need to know so they can heal themselves and but they're not ready a lot of times and they reject you or they get a little upset or whatever and then you go whoa what did i do or you feel bad that that here you were trying to help them and it backfired i wanted to um add one more thing on the story going back to your sensitivity to animals because um you know, Michael was saying the various ways that you pick up uh, communication from animals. Well, in my experience, domestic animals, especially ones who have hung around humans for four or five years, uh, starting with the beginning of their life, they actually do start to understand our languages. Oh, yeah, they understand ours. Yeah. Yep. And so, you know, you can give commands and they recognize the sounds. But my favorite story about that is... One time when we first moved into our house many, many years ago, not the one we're in now, but uh, in Elk Grove, California, um, I had the garage open and and a neighbor's dog came in. (laughs) And I said hello to her and she seemed a little skittish and and out loud I said, what's your name? And I got clear as a bell in my head, my name is Shirley. And I went, okay, Shirley. (laughs) So I I found out who the owner of the dog was and walked her over the three doors down and said, what is the dog's name? And he says, oh, we never gave her a name, so we called her Girly. (laughs) So that was pretty close. I think they didn't understand she was saying Shirley, and they they called her Girly. Maybe I misunderstood. But they do understand English, so don't be surprised if sometimes uh, your pets do speak English to you, actually, telepathically. Well, thank you very much, Thea, for, for coming on the line with thank us. Thank you. Thank um, you. It was keep, wonderful. I appreciate it so much. You're, you're welcome. very welcome. Keep enjoying nature. That's amazing. It's very healing. <laughs> oh, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. I think we'd like to call on Doreen in Ohio. Hello. Hello, Hello. Doreen. Hello, Michael and Raphael. I appreciate you taking my call. My question to you is, um, I know that I've chosen to awaken, but what's going on in my head? It started a couple weeks ago, and uh, it's caused me a lot of anxiety. Um, Ah. So I would appreciate, and also how long is this going to last? Okay, what do you experience that's going on in your head from your side? Um, kind of like um, tingling and some crawling. Ah, yeah. Um, like that. Yes, yes. Well, one of the things that I see that's happening energetically inside your head, behind your eyes, in the front part of your head, is you've carried a lot of men's grief in the space behind your eyes for many years. And because you too are a healer and you've often been around men from the time you're a little girl around your father and maybe a grandfather, older person. And, and uh, uh, you would see it and feel it and yet you didn't feel 
like you can actually do something about it for them. You didn't want them to be in sad and in grief and all that. And probably they didn't say anything about it. You just experienced it. And so you would see it so much and you're very clairvoyant and you see it energetically and you wanted to do something about it and you ended up taking it on more and more and it landed behind your your eyes and your head. And in the last oh, few weeks, couple months, you've really started to make a breakthrough in your own uh, abilities, your own awareness energy, and you've taken a big step. And as you take that big step, you start to release a lot of energy that doesn't belong to you, and you're in this you're right in the thick of this process, and this energy block in your head started to break up more and more. And as that's breaking up, there's a certain kind of energy that's going through from your uh, low base of your spine all the way through your, your spinal column called kundalini energy. And that energy is coming up, enough of it's coming up into your head and starting to move things around and dissolve some of these old blocks. And your crown chakra at the top of your head, center of knowing, intuitive knowing, is starting to open up more and more. So that's part of this, this funny feeling and stuff that's starting to happen, and you're starting to become a lot more sensitive to uh, your psychic levels. So I'd recommend you know, practicing the tools on our spiritual toolkit and learning to ground and find your space even more so that, so that you can start to manage some of this uh, big change psychically that you're going through. Yep, and if you intuit that it needs to be looked at by a doctor or something like that, go ahead and do that. But try the meditation first and see if that helps to clear it out, okay? Uh, thank, thank you for you calling. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. welcome. Um, we're about to go on a break, um, but I want to make one announcement here. Um, yes, the volcano is still pumping out lava, but we're staying the course and we'll hold... Our mini-retreat at the Royal Kona Resort Hotel and Spa on the Big Island of Hawaii. It's a three-day seminar and dolphin swim retreat, um, and also will be Michael's 65th birthday. He's becoming a senior citizen. Uh, It'll be his birthday weekend, so it'll be extra fun. The title is Join Us and Celebrate Your Power to Intuit, Imagine, Create, and Accomplish with Michael J. Tamura as the main speaker. Saturday, July 14th is Joyful in the Eye of the Hurricane, Renewing Yourself and Space and Sanctity in Challenging Times. And Sunday, July 15th is Miracles on Tap, Harnessing Your Creative Power to Realize All Your Dreams, plus an optional Dolphin Experience Cruise Swim Birthday Celebration on the Monday following on July 16th. Please go to our website, michaeltamora.com, for details and to sign up. We've got our second break coming up. We will return and we'll continue our exploration of telepathy. Thank you. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Do you sometimes feel powerless over your own life? Does it seem like you're living for someone else, unsure of what your purpose is, or if you even have an important voice? 
It's time to take back that control. Tune in to Empowered with Des and Jen. They've been in the same place and have learned to regain control of their lives. They also feature amazing guests who share experiences of how they have found success. Start on your journey by listening Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do we really have a full understanding as to why we do certain things and function the way that we do? There are many different aspects of trauma, and you can learn more about them and how to overcome the symptoms by tuning in to Trauma Talk with host Ezrina Rose Scott. On Trauma Talk, Ezrina and her special guest experts and clients will discuss the different results of trauma and some effective methods in resolving and healing from them. Listen live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. It's good to have you back and welcome to those of you just joining us. Our topic today is, What Were You Thinking? Telepathy and Thought Management. Well, you know, I've had so many telepathic experiences from having my mother in the center of my head (laughs) telling me to call her. I think I talked about that on previous shows. She didn't like calling people. So we had a few uh, rounds about that. Or even when you go to a store and a salesperson climbs into the center of your head because they want to make their sale and they want to program you. (laughs) Or an employee or someone, not an employee, like not my assistant. I'm not talking about her, but other people who have worked (laughs) for us who have come to me in telepathy giving me all the excuses why they didn't get a job done and I already know when they come to me and give those excuses and I find it's kind of up to me whether I'm going to call them on it or not but um, telepathy can be great because it can really open up really big communication between people or it can be difficult if it blocks up your um, ability to think straight so Michael Yes. Would you like to uh, give yeah. some tools? Yeah, when I was talking to uh, Doreen earlier in this second segment, um, I realized, yeah, this might be a good time to do a little practice uh, meditation tools so that a quick way where you can start to dispense with some of the extraneous telepathic thoughts that are uh, in your head and bothering you or you haven't even discovered them yet. Okay, so... If you want to join me, all you have to do is just sit in a comfortable chair and uh, with both feet flat on the floor, 
Give yourself a deep breath, or two, or three. Ah, yeah. And then just close your eyes and notice. Ah, just as you give yourself a deep breath and close your eyes, you start to come more within. And now, would you just imagine, those of you who've done this before with us, imagine uh, that grounding cord. And those of you who are uh, tuning in first, uh, first time today, imagine like a big giant tree trunk. You're sitting on this giant tree trunk that goes all the way down to the very center of the earth. And this tree trunk is anchored in, connected right into the center of the earth. And you're sitting on the other end, just like you're sitting on the chair. And then as you're sitting on this tree trunk, just imagine that the top of the tree trunk, which is flat and smooth, is coming into the body a little bit and connecting in to your first chakra, this energy center that's right about a three quarters of an inch uh, above the tip of your tailbone. Just imagine this disk of energy connecting to the top of this tree trunk and just let go. Just decide. You're just letting go. You don't have to let go of anything particular. You're just letting go because the minute you let go and you're grounded like this, any energies that are not yours, including telepathy, starts to loosen up and you start to let go of your hold on them. And as I mentioned uh, in previous episodes and everything, how we tend to hold on to our energies that are not ours, and today telepathy, thoughts that are not ours, is we're trying to solve them, we're trying to figure them out, we're trying to control them, we're trying to change them, we're trying to fix them, stop them, get rid of them. We're trying to do something about those thoughts. And the more you try to do something about them, ah, guess what? You hold on to them mentally. So when you decide, okay, I'm just going to let go, and especially if you're grounded like this, ah, the grounding starts to take on some of the energies you're letting go and transmits it right down to the center of the earth. And once it gets there, the center of the earth recycles that everything to neutral energy. Now, but especially in the head area of your energy work, uh, telepathy, thoughts in your, we think of thoughts being in our head. It's really in our mind, but in our body, in the brain, it it processes those thoughts in the brain. So, so that's why we think of thoughts being in the brain. And so then, would you just imagine being in the very center of your head? And when you're in the center of your head, you're completely neutral. Essentially, you're just letting everything be. You'll notice there's a point in the very center of your head that's just completely neutral all the time. Quiet, still, Nothing's happening, even if our all around is a bunch of noise, okay, and thoughts. So, just be in that center of your head, and this is a good practice. And then would you imagine now in front of you, in front of your forehead, a nice image of a rose. And as you have that image of a rose out in front of you, now, notice this is all imagination, so you can just imagine now, okay, 
you're done with that rose. And imagine that rose completely exploding in a flash of light. Ah. And then imagine another image of a rose. And this time, notice inside your head what thoughts are going around and what thoughts have been kind of passing through your head uh, and things, especially thoughts that you don't particularly care for, you don't like, you've been trying to get rid of or suppress or whatever. Just let the thoughts all come out so you can be aware of them. You don't have to be scared of them, even if they're negative thoughts. And if the thoughts are negative to you, they're not yours. That's why you don't like them. Your own thoughts, you like. That's why you produce them. But thoughts you pick up, well, some of them you don't like, some of them you do like. Okay? But it's not yours. So just imagine, okay, you're just going to completely let go of trying to solve, trying to figure out, trying to do anything about any thoughts in your head that you've been trying to control or do something about. And let them go. And imagine, just see thoughts. Just imagine you could see thoughts and see those thoughts flowing out of your head, flowing out of that space where you're hearing it, knowing it, thinking it, and let it go into that rose. Ah, notice just letting it go like that. Something starts to lighten up. And then just let all the thoughts that's not yours go into that rose. And then imagine the whole rose with all those thoughts exploding into a flash of light. Give yourself a deep breath. Be in the center of your head and notice what that's like. And you can do this throughout the day many, many different times, but make sure to ground yourself first and find the center of your head, find neutrality, and then just put up a rose. Imagine this rose and imagine all those thoughts, letting it all go into that rose, exploding it. And then you finish it off by imagine a bright, beautiful golden sun above your head. And this golden sun is all life force energy. And just gently bring that life force energy into the into the top of your head and fill up your entire body space with this golden life force energy. And imagine every cell of your body, everything receiving this vitality of life. Okay? And once you're all done with that, then give yourself another deep breath, congratulate yourself, and then just stretch and gently bend on over <laughs> and dangle your arms and head and let go of any excess energies in your head and shoulder areas, neck. And then when you're ready, gently come back up and open your eyes, look around the physical environment you're in and just smile to yourself, okay? So that's something that's a real quick level method to just clean, clean out. out your head. Yes. <laughs> and we have a lot more uh, in-depth uh, exercises and things that you can do. But you can check us out on our website, michaeldemura.com. And do we have time for yes. one more call, please? Yes, we're going to go for Harish. I believe I'm saying that correctly. I don't know if he's still no, on the line. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there. Yeah, he's on. Uh, yes. Yes. Hi, thank you hey. for taking my call. Fantastic. Hi. Family owns land in India, and uh, when do you think that I will be able to sell at the right price? We're having a little hard time uh, picking up what you're saying. 
Yeah, hi, that's my dad, uh, Harish Kothari. Yes. Uh, uh, he's saying uh, our family owns land in India. When uh-huh. do you think we'll be able to sell at the right price? Okay, well, we're, we're having our radio show today on telepathy. So um, perhaps you can email He's us. And, and telepathy has not worked for him so far. <laughs> no, because telepathy is not meant to be used for controlling situations. Yeah. And oh, that's, telepathy that's is what not I see. meant to be controlling the situation. Okay. No, not at all. So this is a good question about telepathy. Is A lot of people think, oh, telepathy, if I can project a thought of what I want into somebody else or into the world, then it will manifest. But that's not the correct use of telepathy. That would be uh, on a uh, that would be violating other people's free will. And so, telepathy is used for communication. So you can you can telepathically. You don't have to try to beam telepathy outward into the world. You can just go okay. Uh, uh, we'll we'll just um, we'll just uh, uh, present what I would like, and just don't try to project it onto anybody else, and say, okay, this is this is what I would like. But that, in something like what you would like into in the world, uh, that would be more between you and God, between you and your Maker, not between you and the world. You don't try to control the world to make it do what you want to do. And if you do that, it's going to backfire. It's going to take you longer to sell your property and do all those kinds of things. All right? All right. So um, we're going to talk about uh, next Wednesday's show. We really appreciate you coming on the line. All of you who uh, we didn't catch up with this time, maybe we'll catch you another time. Yes. Keep calling. Yes, so we'll meet you next Wednesday right here on Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Our next week's topic for you is heal yourself. Don't judge, be happy. (laughs) And remember to check out our new teleclass series. You might be more psychic than you think. Developing your soul abilities for your spiritual growth and fulfillment on our website. Oh, and fulfillment, which can be found on our website. <laughs> I, I did that as a run-on sentence there. The website is www.michaeltamura.com. Our next teleclass is this Saturday, June 9th, from 10 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific time. And it's really easy to join us. Our topic will be, is it intuition or your ego's wishful thinking? Until then... Um, I wanted to mention one more thing, and that's our Hawaii trip. Yes. Um, I mentioned it in, at the last break, but I, I wanted to mention it again. We are Our Hawaii trip is on. We actually had a discussion about that a few weeks ago, saying, should we go, should we not go? And uh, we want to go. And the island is calling us. So if the island is calling you and you'd like to join us for an amazing little mini retreat weekend and celebration of Michael's 65th birthday, please take a look at our website, Calendar. Again, michaeltamora.com. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. 
And thank you for joining us, everyone. On Facebook. On Facebook as well. So we'll do this periodically. Uh, We can't do this every single time, but we'll do it periodically so you can see as much as here. Here. (laughs) Thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.